0: Israel and the world Shalom, u rechab, beloved ones. Peace and blessings to you. Cynthia Marjorie, today we're going to be continuing our study through the book of Romans, talking about the most basic elements of what it really means to come to the realization that we live under the authority Hmm. of a creator and what is so unusual about the culture that we're living in today is is how many people claim that they're spiritual yeah yet they deny that there's an all supreme god yeah tell me if you look at your life honey over the last 20 years would you say that you've seen an increase in this concept where people are throwing off the idea of a creator that they're responsible to and exchanging that instead for some kind of, you know, fuzzy notion about, you know, just it being a spiritual universe? Yeah, it's very sad and, and concerning, especially our country, the United States, being founded on on God, you know, right on our money, that in God we trust. Right. And, For the country and the society start throwing off this God that created all things is a frightening, scary uh, omen on our country to throw Him off like that because everyone knows deep down, only God, there's got to be a God that created this incredible, intelligent design of our universe. Shalom Yedidim, that's Hebrew for friends. God bless you and welcome today to an expository study through the book of Romans. I'm calling it Journeying Through the Book of Romans. This is season two in this series. Beloved, I really want to encourage you, if you were not able to watch season number one, which consisted of four episodes in its entirety, I really want to encourage you, go back and watch it. It's so important because the book of Romans helps us to understand what the true gospel really is. In season one, I explained that the gospel begins with calling man to repent for his lack of acknowledgement and submission to God. We're gonna continue on now, beginning in verse number uh, 18 of chapter number one. And this is review, but I'm just setting the stage. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which is known about God is evident within them everyone knows there's a god for god made it evident to them were born into this world knowing there's a creator that's what he's saying for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes meaning that he's infinite you look at the sky it goes on forever his eternal power the power of a thunder or 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 that we see in creation his eternal power and divine nature His beauty and creation have been clearly seen being understood through what has been made. So they are without excuse. And again, in season one, I went into great depth about this. For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks. And I explained all the reasons why, even though people know there's a God, because God made it evident inside us, and because we can see in creation, even though we know Men have not acknowledged him as God. Instead, even today, claiming atheism and agnosticism all the way back to the time that the New Testament was written. The same thing happening today. Men denying God, refusing to submit to his ways. And they do this to their own peril because as a result, Paul says, they became futile. Futile. You know what that means? It means you expend all your energy to accomplish nothing. I mean, think about all the energy that's being uh, 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 used today to try to explain the origin of creation outside of an intelligent creator. All the famous scientists and their theories about how there was this big bang in outer space, not because there's a God, but just because somehow things blew up. It's all futile. And listen to what Paul says as he continues here they became futile in their speculations. That's all these theories are, are speculations. There's no truth in them, even though they're being taught to our school children through the public educational system as truth. They're just futile speculations. There's no truth in them. It's just ungodliness that's bringing down the wrath of God upon the world. They became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened professing to be wise, these people walking around with their PhDs, talking about how the world came to be outside of God. Professing to be wise, they became fools. And exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. I mean, a great example of what I just read, listen again. Exchange the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. A great example of men exchanging the glory of the incorruptible God for creation is right where I'm at in Colorado. This state is a very liberal state by and large. And many of the people here consider themselves as very spiritual. They spent so much time out here in nature but they don't thank God for the beauty of the creation. They worship nature as if nature itself is God. They don't go beyond the creation to worship the creator. This is exactly what Paul is saying here. People deny God, they deny the creator, and they worship the creation. And beloved, it's happening today all around me right here where I'm at. Continuing on, you see, the gospel is just as powerful today, if not more so, than it was 2,000 years ago. And because men have done this, there's a consequence. Verse number 24. Therefore, because men rejected God, denied Him, and began to worship the creation and worship themselves and worship science, therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity, so that their bodies would be dishonored. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. They exchanged the beautiful truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever, amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions For their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way also, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men, committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their heir. What is God speaking about here through the Apostle Paul? Beloved, it's plain language. He's speaking about the pervasive homosexual spirit that is so prevalent in our culture today. And there's such pressure upon the church to compromise in this area. But the Bible tells us that the result of humanity being separated from God The result of the darkness that has separated human soul from a relationship with the Creator, the result of that is homosexuality. I'm not saying that homosexuality is the only result of that, please. In no way, shape, or form am I trying to say that. What I am trying to point out, however, is that that which the world is condoning, a homosexual lifestyle as being good and acceptable. Beloved, the Word of God plainly teaches that that is not so. In fact, the word of God says that it's unnatural. It's not according to God's built-in design in creation. Because mankind has been separated from God, a homosexual spirit has entered into the world and it's happening now with such ferociousness and such velocity that it almost feels like the majority of people in the Western world are homosexuals. We know that's not true, even by a long shot. But the voice of the homosexual community is so strong now that the heterosexual church is afraid to raise their voice and say, no, this is an error, this is wrong, this is the result of God's wrath being poured out upon the world and Him giving humanity over to this idolatry. It's a result of sin. It's not good. It's not natural, it's not right, it's plainly wrong. Now I might be preaching to most of you to the choir right now, but I really wanna take some time to talk about this because so few people are. Beloved, this homosexual spirit that is taking captive so many people today is not building up society, it's destroying society. Now hear me, I'm not condemning any individual that is stuck in this lifestyle. And I realize, and I say this with complete empathy and compassion, I realize that many people that are living in a homosexual lifestyle or are having homosexual feelings do not feel that they chose this lifestyle or or that they chose to feel this way. I realize that many people from their earliest childhood memories Remember, having same-sex attractions. But, beloved, just because someone has an, uh, from their earliest memory, uh, has, uh, you know, that sense of having same-sex attraction, that doesn't mean that's a, that it's right. You see, beloved, we're all broken due to sin. We're all broken, and all of us have desires that aren't right. For some people, it might not be, a, a, a tendency towards same-sex attraction. But for other, for other people, it may be that they're married and they're constantly committing adultery because that's what they're attracted. They're constantly attracted to other people, even though it's the opposite sex. Both are wrong. It might be natural for someone to want to have sexual relationships with all these people, but that doesn't make it right. That doesn't mean they should give in to it. That doesn't mean God condones it because that's the way it feels. Just because somebody might feel, oh, I feel so attracted to this person, even if it's in a heterosexual context, that doesn't mean that God blesses it. Our feelings and our attractions don't dictate truth. God's word is what dictates truth.
1: When I came here today, I felt that God was speaking to me. Because there are so many things in the church that I've not been able to to do for the last two years. Although I'm in charge of those ministries. Because even uh, evangelism, we have not been doing for some time. Mm.
0: I surrender myself to you now. I want you to be able to be free. To express, Jesus me. To express Jesus through me. I'm going to witness.
1: I'm going to be bold. God is telling me to
0: again, to Jesus rise up thanks.
1: and whatever I had left behind, start doing it again. To come out of where I uh, stood aside. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus loves me, that's why he has reminded me to go back to where I left my work and come up again. I feel I am revived today. And I know God is going to do a new thing, even in my church and even in my community.
0: Beloved, permit me to just come straight out. I want to ask you to become a partner with Discovering the Jewish Jesus. John tells us in 3 John chapter 1, verse 8, that the church should support men that are being faithful to the truth and proclaiming God's Word. Those of you that tune into this broadcast know that for week after week after week, I've been endeavoring to be faithful to God's Word, to be used to the Lord to build the church and to make His name great in the church and in our lives. Beloved, I simply want to ask you, if you're not already a monthly partner with me in Discovering the Jewish Jesus, would you prayerfully ask the Lord about taking action and becoming one? Let's go back and look at this again. Somebody needs to say it. Beloved, somebody needs to say it. The scripture is clear here that because mankind is fallen from God, because mankind has, 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 Come out from under the covering of the creator. There's been uh, such darkness that's been released in the world. Then men had become futile in their speculations and professing to be wise. They became fools. And the result of this, verse number 24. Therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. What is the impurity and dishonoring of one's body that the Lord, that God is referring to here? He's talking specifically of beloved, listen, about homosexual behavior. He continues on, God gave them over to the lust of their hearts. So once again, God's not denying that someone might have these feelings. He's not denying that someone might have these lusts but rather people are giving in to them. And because man is separated from God, God just allowing it to happen. Therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. And how are they being given over to impurity? The word of God specifically tells us. Verse number 26, for this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions for their women exchange the natural function for that which is unnatural. Now, what does this mean? What's the natural function of a woman? The natural function of the woman is to be in relationship through matrimony and through sexuality with a man, with a husband. That's what's natural. Just looking at the anatomy of the male and female, even a child can figure that out, that man fits together with woman. Not woman with woman and man with man. It's like a puzzle. It doesn't fit, right? And not only that, he says, in the same way also, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another. So men towards men and women towards women. Now, let me tell you, this will, this will boggle some of your minds. Let me tell you what some in the church are teaching now. And it's happening in huge mainline denominations. Some of the mainline denominations, some of the biggest denominations in the world are splitting over this issue. This exact issue of homosexuality, whether God approves it, whether he condones it, or whether it's condemned. And we have major blocks within Christendom that are saying homosexual behavior is acceptable to God, people feel that this is naturally what's in them and god blesses them because that's what's natural to them but beloved listen god does not bless what's natural to us it's not our it's not it's not our feeling it's not what is natural to us that defines truth what defines truth is the divine order and design that god built into creation and the way he built creation is for men to be with women and women to be with men. That is what is natural. We don't define what's natural. God defines what's natural. But what many in the church are doing is they're interpreting this verse through a different lens. It's called gay revisionist theology. And what they're saying is, what God is condemning is not a man towards a man, or a woman with a woman, what God is condemning is that if a man has a natural affection for a woman, but he exchanges his natural affection for the woman and instead decides to go into a homosexual lifestyle, that's what God condemns. So again, the naturalness, according to gay revisionist theology, is not, de- de- uh, uh, is not according to what God said is natural. God said what is natural is men with women, women with men. But the gay revisionist theology in the church is saying, no, the naturalness that is spoken of here in the word of God, they exchanged that which was natural to give themselves over to impurity, again, For this reason, verse 26, God gave them over to degrading passions for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way also the men abandoned their natural function of the woman and burned their desire to one another. God defines the creation in terms of the way he built it. Okay? He's the one that says what's natural. But gay revisionist theology, it says, is saying to us, no, it's bad it's wrong if you are a heterosexual and that is what you were born with that was what your natural tendency was but instead of practicing heterosexual relationship instead you just decided to go against what was natural to you and you decided to involve yourself in homosexual relationships whether it's men with men or women with with women so i hope i'm making myself clear this incredible, defiled, uh, devouring, evil uh, spirit that just has fangs on it, that's meant to steal and kill and destroy. It is being now taught to the church in like the guiles of Satan, who's more seductive than any other being in the planet. He has created a whole theology by twisting God's word and is teaching that homosexuality is not wrong, if that's somebody's natural inclination. It's only wrong if someone was born with a heterosexual inclination and they exchanged it to become homosexual or to engage in homosexual activity. And so once again, the new revisionist theology that's being taught is that what is natural is not defined by what God says is natural, but instead, The gay revisionist theology is teaching what's natural is defined individually, what's natural to you. And as long as someone's doing what's natural to them, whether it's homosexual or heterosexual, God will bless it. And so beloved, there's tremendous uh, 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 darkness, uh, a deep darkness on the earth right now. And this spirit is sucking up the world. I don't want you to be deceived. And I want you to know, beloved one, And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you are someone that has homosexual feelings and homosexual desires, I want you to know, God doesn't reject you as a person any more than he rejects me, but he loves us too much to leave us where we're at. One person needs to repent of one sin. Another person needs to repent of another sin. But there's a difference between saying God loves you Versus saying, God will continue to leave you where you're at. Jesus called us to repent. He said, unless you repent, you will perish. I know for some of you, you've tried to repent. And it's so hard, you feel you're not making any progress. I'm telling you, beloved, please receive the truth. Acknowledge the truth. Keep praying. Keep seeking God. Keep turning to him over and over and over and over again. And as you continue to call out to God and recognize that homosexuality is a sin, rejected as a sin, keep calling out to Jesus, he will, beloved, strengthen you and you will overcome because he that's born of God overcomes the world. And at the end of the day, he that has overcome the most will receive the greatest reward. Baruch Hashem, I love you. God bless you and Shalom. Beloved, if you've been watching Discovering the Jewish Jesus for a while, I hope you've noticed that when it comes to raising finances for the ministry so that we can continue to proclaim God's Word around the world, I really strive to not manipulate and to be clean. So the truth is today, that it cost us a lot of money to be able to broadcast on television and all the other media outlets that we're releasing God's Word through, as well as the traveling that we do around the world. And I can't do it, beloved ones, without your continued help and financial support. This is the way God ordained it to be. John said in one of his letters that men that are preaching the truth are worthy of the support, the financial support of the church. So I want to thank you for sending me out and I also want to encourage you, beloved, to know that when you support the gospel with your finances, there is a reward that will come back to you because everything that we sow into the kingdom comes back pressed down good measure and running over into our lap. Thank you for your love and your financial support.
1: Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or to give by credit card, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com In
0: the book of Numbers chapter 6, The Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. (laughs) Yahweh Ja ihr Jahwe, bnabele kha. Wi khune kha. Isa Jahwe, bnabele Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube.
1: Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier.
0: If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven.
1: Next time on Discovering the Jewish Jesus, Rabbi shares how man's denial of divine creation has given him over to a depraved mind. Don't miss this exciting episode.